Okay, ladies, this one is for you. I want to show you what it means to be a high value woman. I am offering a boot camp all for my ladies out there where I am going to teach you how to take charge of your life and set a path for your future that you are happy about and excited for. In this boot camp, you will learn how to create positive and healthy self-talk. You will learn how to set boundaries. You will learn how to create the happiness and peace that you desire. We are going to tackle a variety of topics, and that's why this boot camp is so, so different because we are tackling all areas of life. We are tackling career and your finances and relationships and love and your health and your physical body and your social life and your girlfriends. And, you know, the part that's so exciting about this boot camp is this course will actually hit every area of your life for a complete guide on how to create a fulfilling life. Now, I don't care who you talk to. We all want a little piece of that. So start learning the skills that are necessary in order for you to have everything you've ever wanted and desired. No more waiting around for something or someone else to begin to fill you up and make you happy. You have the ability to create that happiness all on your own just with what you have right now. This is just about learning the skills that you probably never learned in order to have all those areas of your life feel happy, content, and fulfilled. It is your time to begin creating creating this happiness for yourself. So sign up today on my website. All of the links are below. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's talk about trauma bonding and let's talk about really the reasons why we stay so connected to this person, why we some levels are addicted to this person, possibly even obsessed with this person, ruminating a lot. How do we start breaking the bond and how do you know if you are actually no longer trauma bonded to someone? A trauma bond is really an addictive cycle that you're in with this person. And the cycle is the highs and lows of the relationship. So because at times you've experienced a lot of highs, at times you've had this person be exactly who you want them to be, and you kind of like ebb and flow in this like abusive cycle where like things are good, now they're being manipulative, now things are bad, and you kind of keep going around and around. You become addicted to that cycle. You become addicted to wanting to get back to that high. You become addicted to even wanting or hoping and projecting onto this person who you want them to be. And you kind of stay stuck in this, really in this like hope that things are going to get to a place where you're really, really happy and satisfied in the relationship. This happens because the victim who is experiencing the trauma bond is experiencing severe denial, which means that they haven't faced the realities of the relationship that they're actually in and that this person is not who you want them to be and they're not even capable of being who you want them to be, or you're in denial that you're even in an abusive cycle with this person. And the reason why you're in denial of the abusive cycle is because because of your past and because of your wounds, you don't even realize that there's a cycle going on. You're just enmeshed in this relationship and on some, in some way, this relationship seems normal, even though your intuition is telling you that a lot of things in this relationship are not healthy. When you experience a lot of painful things in your upbringing, when you have a dysfunctional outlook on what a relationship should feel like and look like, when you have low self-esteem, when you don't have a lot of standards, abuse is something that has numbed you and you're used to it. You're, it's the norm for you. And a lot of people don't really realize that the relationships that they're attracting into their life, the relationships that they're in, 
number one, are dysfunctional, but number two, they don't even realize that there's abuse actually going on because it's been so common in their life. When that happens, you start to disassociate. You start to, because you had to. So in order for this relationship to feel somewhat comfortable and normal for you to even be in it and tolerate it, you've had to, number, you've had to experience that before and you've had to experience it enough times where it does become the norm. And you've also had to learn how to disassociate between this unhealthy behavior and just a relationship in general. So if this is the common theme in my life, if this is what I'm used to, I've disassociated from it because that's how I'm able to actually tolerate it. When that happens enough times, you are okay with going around in the cycle with this person. For a lot of people, there's a part of them that is a little taken back by this cycle. They know it's not okay. Even when they're in the middle of it, they know something's wrong. They know this shouldn't be happening, but they're addicted. They're bonded to this person because of previous wounds or because of the wounds that they have um, gone through or have been through in the course of this relationship that keeps them stuck in the cycle. Now, that addiction, even in this relationship, for me to keep going back with you has to do with my own self-worth. It has to do with a lack of education of not knowing what's healthy and what's not healthy, and that has to do with our past. But a big part of me even tolerating this has to do with me. Now, when we have previous wounds that were never healed, that prior to this relationship, we experienced things in our past that have dictated the course of our life and have caused us to be the person that we are today, for good, for bad. And because those things that we've gone to in our past were never dealt with, never healed, because either we were too young, either we didn't know any better, a multitude of reasons, but we're here and we now have baggage. And this baggage is causing me to actually engage and deal with this relationship. That baggage has caused me to look at you and think you're amazing and you're not. So because these wounds that we have are unhealed, they've been unresolved, and they're still in us, and, a, and the part that really stinks is a lot of times people don't even know this stuff. And that's why I always say it's so, so important to understand what happened to you throughout the course of your life. It doesn't have to be just in childhood. You could be 50 years old and have gone through something really traumatic in your 30s and you never dealt with it. You never really healed that wound. And a lot of times people don't even... If for the most part, people will know a lot of the big wounds that they carry with them, but they don't know how they influence their life and how they show up in their life. And that's the part that to me is absolutely heartbreaking. And that's the part that if it goes unresolved, it creates problems like this, where then you start to take less than you deserve, where you start to even engage with this person, where you even tolerate certain behavior, where the standard for someone to actually be in your life is so low and you actually thought it was pretty high. So trauma bonding can only happen through manipulation. It can only happen through me showing you that I'm the best person in the world and then dipping down when I want to abuse you. And so going through this like ebb and flow, highs and lows relationship cause this like addiction and breadcrumbing where this person just gives you a little bit and like you yearn for more. And if you're coming from lack, codependency, unhealed wounds, I'm not enough, insecurities, 
fear, then you're going to take the bait and you're going to get stuck in the cycle. And the more you get stuck in the cycle, the more the person is able to start chipping away at you. And the more that happens, the more you stay bonded to someone for a very long time. The only way you can really break an attachment to someone is and the easiest way to even start this is out of sight, out of mind. So that's why, especially in narcissistic relationships, one of the first things is go no contact. So if you can go no contact with someone where you're able to get a little distance, chances are you're going to start feeling better right off the bat. But if you can't do that, and this is where it is very hard to have to try to heal something and still have to deal with the person. So if you still have to deal with someone and you still have to engage with someone, on some levels, it's way harder, obviously, than just saying out of sight, out of mind and just not seeing the person anymore and getting some breathing room and starting to work on your own self again. But it also will help you to build a really serious muscle that you wouldn't have been able to build if you just never saw the person again. There's a couple things that we can start to do to help to kind of like break this bond with this person. Number one, you have to understand and see this person for exactly who they are. And that's very hard to do because we want people to be different. We want to control people. And I know this sounds, this isn't what you want to hear, but you haven't learned how to be comfortable or just be with people behaving the way they do. We fight so much with our egos that we know what's best or that they should behave in this way. And you have to relinquish control over other people. Just worry about yourself and allow people to do and think and say what they're going to do and practice parenting yourself and creating that little bubble so it doesn't impact you. That's just mental health because if you're not able to really have that bubble and start practicing this stuff, then that means that the person in front of you is actually controlling you. This means that you're actually codependent on them behaving in a certain way in order for you to be okay. So when you start to see their character, it's going to cause you to have to learn how to validate your feelings, soothe yourself, um, I don't want to say force yourself, but discipline yourself to detach from that person, discipline yourself to stop reacting to this person so you can take a step back and have that bubble and just stay intact so this person doesn't have that kind of control over your emotional state or your mental state. When we're in a serious trauma bond, and you can be trauma bonded to anyone, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner, it could be your mother, it could be your father, it could be your sister, but when you keep going back and forth with someone, when you keep engaging with someone, it kind of ties into that last point of your ego is actually now at the forefront and you want this person to change on some level. You want them to acknowledge their bad behavior. You, you expect them to do the right thing rather than not having that and not displaying that type of egotistical, unhealthy ways within yourself as well, and allowing people to do what they need to do, but detaching from it. So when you stop engaging and you stop going back and forth and you stop feeling as though you know how they should be behaving, even though some things are black and white, even though some things are definitely unhealthy behaviors, it's not your job to come in and try to convince this person 
Have you been thinking it's time to rebuild yourself? We've all been through hard times, but what matters in the end isn't what you've been through, but how you move through it. People don't realize how important healing actually is. To start to really heal on your journey, I have created a nine-week online course designed to help people who want to take that first step into healing their wounds. It helps you to see where your wounds are in order to stop them from continuing to influence your life. This is your chance to begin learning the important life skills to lead a healthier, happier life. So sign up today on my website. All the links are below. And you guys, this is so, so important. So please take advantage of this opportunity and you can do it at your own pace and you have it available to you for six months. It's not your job to go back and forth with this person. It's not your job, nor should you be reacting to this person. That right there is hard to do, especially when you have a past with someone. Because if you have a past with someone, whether it's a friend, a lover, a you know, cousin, uncle, parent, there's an expectation that you've placed on this person rather than seeing people for who they are and what they're able to give and not having an expectation. Now, of course, that's very hard to do. We, It's natural at times for us to have expectations on our parents, 100% sometimes even on our romantic partners, if we've been with them for a long period of time and all of a sudden now a mask comes off and they're a horrible creature. So it is, while it's common to sometimes have expectations, it's very hard to live life and be so above having expectations on people. You have to learn how to spot when you do have an expectation. You have to be able to spot that, okay, I'm projecting who I want you to be And that's not helping me. It's causing me distress because I'm putting you on a pedestal. I'm thinking that you should behave in this way and you're not capable of it. So I have to accept who you are and sometimes that's hard to do. To accept who someone is, you no longer blame them. You no longer say, hey, well, you should have done this right. Hey, you shouldn't have treated me this way. Hey, you shouldn't have you know, done this or said this or thought this or or whatever. You stop kind of putting that control on that person to change, to do something different for you to feel good, you stop the blame and you start just taking responsibility for how you feel. Now, when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, you have to remember that this is a very toxic relationship. It is a relationship that was not based on anything that you probably thought it was based on. That Those are hard pills to swallow. When you start really having to look at a person, especially a parent, and really having to see them with clear eyes and that the vision that you had of them or this like perception that you, or this person that you thought that they were, that person doesn't exist. That's not easy. That's That requires a lot of mourning and grief and, and accepting someone is not something that you just do once. So breaking a trauma bond with someone, it's a slow process. It's not something that you're just going to do quickly. There's so many layers to breaking this bond and we kind of went over everything in this video, but I want you to understand that like each thing that we talked about is is a difficult thing to do. It's difficult because you've never done it and it's difficult because In order to break this bond with this person, you have to go back and look at everything else that's happened to you in the course of your life that's caused you to even tolerate this relationship. That that means that I have to self-reflect on the people in my past that I haven't acknowledged, I haven't given or forgiven, I haven't accepted that. I haven't even like dipped my toe in that situation that I went through with 
my brother or whatever. And so I, I haven't even gone there. And if I haven't even gone there and, and dealt with that, and I also have to be working on my own self, parenting myself, learning how to be healthy myself. So there's two things that are happening. I'm healing and accepting and forgiving, and I'm also working on myself and taking responsibility for this because what I had always done was make this your responsibility. You have to change. You have to do something different in order for me to be okay. You have to speak to me in a certain way in order for me to just respond to you and not just like react. And react doesn't have to be negative. It can also be react in taking what they're doing very personally and becoming very sad. So when you are at a place where you know that you're really not as bonded to this person as you used to be, here are going to be the clear indications that you're now on the right track. Number one, you have, throughout the process of healing and kind of detaching and working on breaking this bond, you started to change. So you started taking full responsibility for yourself. And when you take responsibility for yourself, people don't need to do anything different. You can actually cultivate peace, contentment, and happiness all on your own. It literally is giving me goosebumps as I say that because you can be happy just with who you are, where you are, regardless of what's going on and who's doing what and is this person healthy? Like none of that matters. There's no cycle that I'm going through with you because I can spot that cycle. Number two, I've educated myself now where I can spot manipulation. I can spot gaslighting. I can spot these times where you're being passive aggressive or when you're you know, breadcrumbing me and you're just lowballing and you're bringing my standards down. No, 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 no. I can spot all of that. And when it happens, I know what to do about it. So throughout that process of me starting to break away from you, I set goals for myself. I'm working on myself. I'm actually starting to feel good because I realized that I can feel good regardless of what's going on. Your self-esteem starts going up. Your confidence starts going up. You feel hopeful for the future. You're excited about the future. Your whole energy and demeanor has completely changed because of one really big thing. You're working on healing and letting that stuff go and you fully own this. When those two things happen, life gets really better and you are no longer addicted to people. The next thing, you go no contact and and there are some people, don't get me wrong, that you have to still have relationships with, but in those situations, you have to alter your contact with this person. You have to be able to be very disciplined to say, I'm not going to engage anymore on this email, on this text, um, in person. You have disciplined yourself and had, had the, the strength now to stop. Your ego's not at the forefront. You don't need this person to change. You don't care what they think. You're totally fine with having that bubble and just walking away because your peace means more. I think one of the clear indications that you've definitely broken a bond is this person is not in your thoughts all day, every day. You're not dreaming about this person anymore. You're not feeling like th there's something that hasn't been said. You, all of that mess where you were really struggling for a while to like fully accept this situation, that's completely gone now. And you're mentally free from this person. That's a place that you don't realize you're at that place until just one day you kind of stop and you're like, wow, I haven't really thought about them in a while. And I haven't really obsessed about that in a while. And they're not taking over my mind and my dreams all the time. And you start to actually sit for a second and think like, I feel free. 
But to get to that place also is about one really important thing, making a decision to stop. Because you have to remember, you're in an addictive cycle right now. And so an addiction, while there's emotions tied to addiction and all those types of things, there does come a point where you have to make more logical decisions than just allowing yourself to do what you've always done. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. And like always, if you're interested in working with me, I always link everything down below, but I hope this video gave you some really great tips that you can kind of take to start moving yourself forward to either break the cycle, or if you feel like you're at the good place, I hope this gave you the validation that the bond has been broke.